I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, the Puckle Podcast! And welcome to the 270th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful couple of co-hosts, Shamu and Scron. And we are here, of course, to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a uh, name we came up with in 2007, which means that this is our 10th, like our 10th year. So hashtag Puckle 10. I'm making that a thing. I'm forcing True it. True that, Thatch, man. <laughs> I'm making it it's a thing. It's going to be a thing. I'm forcing it, regardless of whether anybody wants it or not. It's what is it? Happen. Hashtag Puckle 10? Hashtag Puckle 10, yeah. Oh, all right. All right. It's like hashtag it's... Pokemon 20, you know? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah we're that's... we're Puckle 10. Cool, cool. That's, that's, so, that's, that's neat. Yeah, it's neat. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the videos uh, called Nature Walk? Um, oh, yes. I totally <laughs> I, have. I sound so familiar. I don't remember if I watched yeah. it or not. Oh, you can tell it's Aspen Tree because of the way it is. Because yeah. of the way it is. So yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. That's that. Yeah. This is neat. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you're listening to the Puckle Podcast, where we're pretty neat. <laughs> Everything here is pretty neat. Uh, okay, but uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. And if you're old and you're returning, uh, welcome back. So we have an exciting show lined up for you guys. But, of course, before we get into it too far, uh, we haven't seen either of these guys for a while. Uh, one of them for a particularly long time. But I want to <laughs> ask you guys what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. What about you, Shamu? Let's start with you because you'll be uh, much, much shorter. I don't even, I'm just looking at the bracket and I'm just kind of <laughs> crying inside. Yeah, uh, so for those of you yeah, that don't know, no, uh, Shamu and I, the night before the UGC, have a lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. We're so just like, that's what we're working on right now. We're in the midst of it. We're putting together like fancy figures for the rosters. We're putting together uh, the bracket. Shamu's putting that together. Um, we typically use an RNG, but we try to avoid certain faux pas. So we try to uh, work it every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll just rerun the randomness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because we want to we want well, to avoid things like you know two Viridian Guild members running up against each other because they've been discussing their team, and so that's no fun round one, right? And yeah, I gotcha. Like for example, like most of Bosifus's team is being lent. Well, actually, all of Bosifus's team is being lent <laughs> to him by Scrun. <laughs> <laughs> So it would kind of suck if I faced him because I know everything that his Pokemon Yeah, exactly. Do. Exactly. You don't yeah. want to do that. I mean, you, you don't want to go up against somebody who knows your team. And yeah. that's that's like a major, major, major thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you working on anything Eventually, other than- it will be inevitable if we both do well. Oh, but- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the same thing like Wolf Glick and uh, Marcus Strader at Worlds this past year. You know, they mm. worked together. They built the same team. And then they met together in the top four. <laughs> And then, oh. and that's what happened. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they both can't win, right? So it makes sense. Yeah. So. Uh, that's part of been all I've been doing, though. That and, like, not actually finishing my UUTC team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's and not finishing thing. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to finish up a few of the Pokemon on mine. Like, I, ha- I have a good core made up, so, like, I'm ready to go this week. But... I need to do that. Also, this year, like, what I'm trying to do with the UTC is um, we're requiring everybody to send their battle videos in. And so I think think that's going to happen is um, Snag and I are going to, like, pick one every week and, like, go and do a commentary over it. (laughs) And that'd be really cool. I think it'd be really cool YouTube content. People are just like, where's the YouTube content for the past two and a half years? Well, it's coming. Yeah. That sounds really good. I think that, like, we could put together an article or something mm-hmm. where we just, like, do this week's UUTC battles, mm-hmm. et cetera. And we can talk about who's That'd winning su- and st- who won, uh, where everybody's at. Yeah. It'd I be mean, super we, interactive. And I fun. mean, and then next week we, we'll have the loser bracket as well as the winner's bracket. So, um, oh, yeah. We also had a really good turnout this week. I was really surprised. Oh, we had a fantastic totally. turnout. We have, like, 32 like, entrants for a meta that nobody cares about. Before this week, it was like nine people, and yeah. now like there was a ton, ton of people rushing toward the end. Of course, well, but remember, we, we, remember what I told you. Remember what I told you. You're just like only nine people signed up. I'm like, they're all going to sign up at the end. Like that's what I was. Third batch. I, I know you were. Wait, you were third. I thought you were later than that. Actually, no. He said concern. I, not third. Oh, concern. Oh, I signed up the second of January. <laughs> Let me tell you. What time? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not that far down the rabbit hole. But oh, maybe I should explain that it is 6 a.m. in Japan currently. Yes, it so is. I am just uh, looping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what oh, have boy. you? Wait, what, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately, Scron? How how has Japan been? How Japan. The, how has the homeland Japan? of Pokemon been? It's been all right. It's been all right. Like Pokemon is a great conversation starter. Just the other day on the subway, like I I was just like, you know, standing because there's never any seats available. And then like this person who was sitting just happened to notice me on my DS and they like pointed out and say, Pokemon or something like that, which means you're playing Pokemon. I was like, yes, yes, I am. And so, oh, that's my alarm. Uh, <laughs> We're wow, so we ended up talking about what version we had in, in Japanese and like what Pokemon was our favorite, etc. And just the other day, I was in a cl- one of the clubs I'm in, which is sort of like help- helping teach Japanese people how to speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out there was a competitive player there, and we ended up having oh, yeah. a battle. Oh, that's cool! Did yeah, you win? Yes, I did. Oh, that's that's the important part. Scrawn, you just go, I beat a competitive player in Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. That's really cool. Um, it was fun. Uh, however, that's just in like the last week. I'm talking like I haven't been on for months now yeah. because of like my computer broke down. 
and, and, and you're like, in Japan. there's no way to fix so, like, it here. Like the 14 hour yeah. time difference really puts a puts a kink in plans, you know. It sure does, man. Uh, I happen to I'm actually borrowing a laptop today, so I can kind of give an update on my status. But I've put like 205 hours into the main game, mm-hmm. and I've got I've got like boxes of Pokemon bread already. <laughs> <laughs> the point where i can like lend full rosters to people and stuff yeah, it's, it's absolutely fun. you know it's gonna be it's, i mean i'm super excited for the utc this year um because i i'm really hoping that the meta kind of it's gonna be this place where like the meta is gonna disappear in the middle of the utc this year um mm. but i mm. want to talk about that more in the news but um it, it's gonna disappear but we're gonna be like kind of this time capsule <laughs> for, this, for this meta for like the next two three months because like what it's gonna be six weeks it should be six weeks for the UGC mm. this year because um, you're going to have six That's rounds. generally how long it takes, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have six seven rounds. maybe. You're going to have six rounds. Well, you got to think about it's, it's double elimination. Yeah, so, yeah. so, a, so it's five rounds right up. now. It should be five or six rounds right now. Um, I don't know. Mm. What's 32? What, what's, what power of two is 32? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, two, it's, either, four, it's either five or six. Eight, 16, 32. So we've got so one, zero, one. Five or six. I think like five. Two, Three. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's five. Five. Well, it's, five. Add, it's five. Then you just add one. You just add one because of the extra week, and then, right. um, and so you end up with six. So, cool. Uh, six weeks of the UTC, which will lead us re- really nicely into the PFFT. Uh, mm. uh, oh yes, PFTT true. In in the That's spring, yeah, I know. It's, it's going to be so much fun. We have so many stuff. Yes. We have so much stuff planned for hashtag Puckle Ten. I'm making that uh, thing. <laughs> may I make an announcement? And it is no. somewhat a. Uh, a, a solemn announcement. Okay. Yes. Um, recently, I, ha- I have been... Uh, I am one of the few people who actually enjoys the so-called pre-bank metagame <laughs> that, that, that I'm going to be talking about today, as, as sort of as a pre-UUTC uh, topic, yeah, that's, right? that's what we're doing today. Well, I enjoy this meta, and it is very important to me, and I am sad to see that it is going to be drifting away. So I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure that this UUTC is a successful one because I want to win it. <laughs> so you're going to have a lot of year, people to get through first. I mean, <laughs> and this year in the year of 2016, no, no 2017, the I announcement's going really well. I scrum yeah. am going to make puckle great again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make the pre-bank meta be remembered by everyone. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop there. Um, so we we've had uh, we've had some news in Pokemon this week. I wouldn't say a lot of news, but uh, there's plenty to talk about there, guys. So we are gonna kick it on over to the news. So we are going to cue the epic music. And on to the news. So in the news, we don't actually have that much. I lied a little bit, but that's fine. So <laughs> there's a lot of Pokemon Go news to talk about. Um, first of all is there were a lot of patches and a lot of things broken with Pokemon Go right now. First, Surprise, surprise, right? Um, first of all, uh, they made a patch for the Apple Watch users to actually put eggs at Pokestops. 
So that's good. Um, and they're going to be doing an update to help increase the uh, – to make the distance more accurate. So this will be available hopefully this week. I think it was available this week. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't been Pokemon going as much as I should be, I guess. Um, the other piece of Pokemon Go news is that if you have an Android device, they are aware that you can you are having difficulty connecting to the Pokemon Go Plus if you are one of the people with a Pokemon Go Plus. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon Go is still a thing. Yeah, right? Isn't that really weird? <laughs> Pokemon Go and what's really what's really bad is like we like we as like a core audience of Pokemon fans don't realize that, but everybody who's like a, a casual in Pokemon definitely still plays this. Right? Exactly, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, I know like a whole bunch of people at work who still play it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot that a bunch thing. Of Every play time it, I like, hear them talk about it. There's a bunch of people mm-hmm. that play it like really hardcore. And I, I mean, yeah. I knew that was going to happen because, I mean, if you look at Ingress, I knew a few people that played Ingress and got way into Ingress. So I'm just like, the same thing is going to happen to Pokemon, um, yeah. if anything, at a larger scale, which it did for like a while. And then they screwed it up with the tracking and whatnot. So yeah, uh, it's still yeah, it's yeah. still a huge game. It's probably the still bigger than Ingress. So it's uh, it's definitely going, um, but yeah, they're aware of that issue. They're working on it, and we're hoping to put out a fix for that. Uh, now, if okay. you want to, <laughs> yep, that's all I can tell you. Uh, if I you're looking you. to get into uh, some Pokemon battles uh, next weekend, the registration for the Alola friendly competition is open now. So uh, this allows you to use every Pokemon from Alola. Um, no Mega Stones are allowed. And the registration's open until now, until the 26th. And I think you can still register, actually, after the battles start. So just remember that. You get um, okay. 15 You get fifteen battles a day. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's 15 battles. It's a 3v3, bring six, choose three, single battle style. And cool. it uh, goes from January 27th to January 29th. And if you now just tell me such. Yes. And you get championship points for this? You do not get championship points for this. No, you'll get battle oh. points, though, if you participate. Um, oh. They, they typically don't call them uh, friendlies if they include championship points. What they'll actually call them are internationals, essentially. Oh, um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, and so they'll, they'll call it like an international challenge or something like that online. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. none of those have been announced so far. They do, they do used to do that for like play points and championship points if you got in like the top 256 or something. Yeah, yeah. And it is definitely cool. possible to do that. I haven't heard any of those being announced, though, this year. TPCI mm-hmm. has been, like, I need to sit down and do an episode on how bad TPCI is this year. And how, how they're <laughs> yeah. ruining, like, making Pokemon a potentially serious eSport. Right now, like, they're kind of fudging it up. Like, this was a year to, like, capitalize on it. And they haven't been announcing anything, like, in a mm-hmm. timely manner at all. Like, we, we still don't know when the North American International is. And by this time last year, we already knew when Nationals was. So, uh, yeah, I, don't, I think it might be because aren't they doing the like you can just do whatever national you want or whatever? Uh, so they have four it's, international. Cha- there's four international tournaments right now. Um, they're not. I think they're called internationals, um, but they're essentially continentals. Um, yeah. So we just had we had London back in December. The next one is going to be a um, the Oceanic, um, the Oceanic International, which will take place in Melbourne, Australia, at the beginning of March. And then okay. you're going to have uh, – they did announce the Latin American International last weekend. Um, so that one is in, I believe, the middle of April. So, I mean, okay. I, it's, okay. it's safe to assume the North American one is going to be in July again. We just don't know where. We don't know when. And I don't want to – like, we're, we're working on a lot of PuckleCon stuff right now. So we're, we're trying to figure out what to do with that. And so more news to come. We're going to probably give you some information next month about that uh, once we make the decision. 
We'll see, though. Okay. Uh, do you know anything about the Asian International? <laughs> uh, there is no Asian one. It's the Oceanic for Japan. Oh. That's the one that lumps in Japan as Oceanic. I see. Yeah, and I know... Well, in the, I'm not I know going in to years, Australia. Yeah, exactly. Why would you go to Australia? <laughs> um, I know in the past, the uh, the Oceanic... Or the uh, Japanese Nationals was actually just all held online. So mm. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that were to happen in Japan, though. Uh, this year again, yeah. like it, some national tournament, because they are still allowed to have nationals this year. Mm. So we'll we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So other news: uh, lots of Pokemon Shuffle nonsense. If you're still playing Pokemon Shuffle, you can get some Alolan Pokemon, uh, some Gen Seven Pokemon in the spring. So check back for that with details. Yay, Pokemon <laughs> Shuffle! Yay, Pokemon Shuffle! What's that? Pokemon Shuffle. Aren't you excited, Shamu? What, what's that? What's a shuffle? Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows what a shuffle is. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, let's see. I, I honestly think I went through all the news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, oh, that's mo- it. <laughs> most importantly, I think, in the news this year, this week, is that Pokemon Bank still isn't out. Yay! Uh, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are concerned about that. and I mean, Nintendo did say January, and I would like to point out that I told everybody I wasn't holding my breath for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, even cool, though they cool. e- even though they did uh they didn't make the uh new season of the battle competition online like because they do that seasonal thing where they rotate it every few months they did use it they did allow in pokemon from pokebank into that competition but it doesn't exist it doesn't work right now uh mm. due to the fact that you know uh you can't have pokebank so you, it's still the same as it was before. I see. We'll see though. We'll see if that changes here okay. in uh, the near future. I if I expect it if it does come out in January, it's going to do it this Thursday, which I believe is. Uh, this is in North America, of course. I don't know when the eShop updates in Japan are on. Um, so uh, oh, Thursday yeah. the twenty sixth is when I expect it to be out in North America. If it comes out in January, if it doesn't come out then, then it's getting pushed off until another month. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, uh, Puckalonians, you can rest assured that whenever I am Puckle Champion, there will be plenty of interesting news. <laughs> uh, also, Puckle, Puckle News, as we already discussed, the UTC is starting this week. So if you haven't already, uh, check your email inboxes because we should have sent you an email about that. The bracket is already, it will be up by the time uh, this podcast is out in, in your earbuds. And so check that out. The UTC is going on. We're going to have some really cool stuff going on with it this year. And yeah, look forward to it. And if you didn't participate in this one, get into the next tournament. I mean, this is a great way to get in, get some battles, meet some people, and have some fun. And destroy your competition. <laughs> that was like a bad like threat. Like you just really like. No, but seriously, I'm I'm scared of some of the people entered this year. I, I probably won't win. <laughs> Uh, there are a couple of contenders that are a little concernicus, but other than that, oh, yeah. I, I think it, it's going to be interesting just because it's such a fresh meta. I'm very excited yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that is it for the news today, guys. We are going to switch it on over then to uh, Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we are going to quiz our po- our uh, co-hosts. Oh yeah, this part. Yes.
and welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz. We have a great selection of questions here. Uh, some of them were provided by Shark Finnegan uh, this week, so thank you to him. Um, so we are going to go ahead. So right now the standings are pretty simple, and I don't need to memorize them. Uh, Whimsicott is in first place with seven points, and everybody else has zero. So <laughs> we are going to go ahead then and just kind of see where you guys can go. So, of course, as always, uh, no browsers are allowed, guys. You have to use your innate Pokemon knowledge. For these questions, and uh, yeah, you'll get one minute per question to answer it. And All right, don't you, don't you fail have, me, Shamu. You have an access to you have an access to one hint, but you can <sighs> instead of using that hint, uh, save it and cash it in for uh, cash it in for an extra point only if you get five if you answer all of the questions correctly. Um, oh. One of them is worth two points. Um, but if you only get one of those correct because the extra one's a quote-unquote bonus point, um, I'll still let you cash in the hint for a point. Okay, so we get one hint for all five questions? Yes. Yep. You can okay, so this is different from before. No, it's the same as it was before. You only got one hint per question. One hint altogether. Okay. I, I list, the last episode I listened to was the Sycamore episode. Oh, we didn't. That so was different. I'm just remembering that was different. you were just like giving him tons of I was hints. Just, I was just handing him the answers because it doesn't count. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go right on into it. So, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah let's right. do it. Question. Good luck, Shamu. Well, you guys are on a team. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, better... I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Good luck. It's it's what? Okay. First question. Question number one. Nurse okay. Joy typically uses a machine that holds six Pokeballs to heal Pokemon by herself. Now, in the I anime, see. we've seen her use a... Uh, we've seen her w- with multiple helpers. Uh, Chansey, Audino, uh, I believe Blissey even at one point. Um, but in the game, she's typically alone. Only in one of them did she actually have uh, helper Pokemon. Which game was this? Oh, man. Oh, um... With it yellow? Yellow version? Uh, what, what makes you think that, Shenmue? I just remember something weird. Like it was eight bit, so it had it was like one of the first like two generations, and I feel right. like well, yellow would be the most likely because it was based off the anime kind of ish. That's a good but, like first guess, but let's try to I'm, narrow I'm, down. I'm, oh yeah, obviously, can. yeah. I'm just saying, imagining right, so, the first off. Like, I think we can count discount the main games. Oh unless, yeah, uh, Wait, it's, so, it's main game only, correct? What? Like, are we? Are we oh yeah. Are we going? Okay. On? No, no, no spinoffs. No spinoffs. Okay. No spinoffs. So, okay. Well, it's so main we, game only. Then let's go with Shamu's guess. I think that's a fair assumption. You guys are locking um, in Pokemon Yellow then? No, let's just narrow up a bit more because we, we have some yeah, time. Yeah. Well, you've got, like you got like 15 seconds. You've got like 15 seconds. I'm going to say Yellow. I don't think it was Crystal or whatever else the other ones were. So I think it's Yellow. I don't think there. Were, yeah, let's just let's just go with uh, yellow, and it's only Nurse Joy, only yeah, Nurse Joy. Uh, well, with Nurse Joy with a uh, with a Pokemon helper. Right? Yeah, with a helper. Uh, okay. um, all right, so you're locking in Pokemon Yellow. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, Pokemon Yellow version oh actually was the only game because, of course, it was based on the anime to have Nurse Joy have a helper Pokemon next to her. So good job there, guys. Good job, Shamu. I'm, I'm right. proud of you. So You're going to help question. me make Puckle great again. <laughs> so okay, next, let's go with Crash and Burn. So the next the next question here has uh, two possible answers, so it's, it's got the bonus point. So you get okay. one point per answer that you give. So as of Generation 7, there are two Pokemon lines that can know the healing move Milk Drink. Name them. Tell me who they are. 
Oh, oh, so like any two. Milk tank. Is, that, is milk tank an evolution line though? Uh, so one of the, I mean, if there's I know, an, I know if one there's of an go, evolution, though. if there's an evolution line, you just have to name one of the Pokemon for it. Okay, oh, Miltank and Goku. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure. Unless, unless you worded the question poorly, then that should be the answer. I think. I think so too. I'm just trying to make sure nothing else that's random. But yeah, I want to stick. I'm gonna stick with it. Okay, final answer is Miltank and Goku. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Miltank yeah, and yeah. Goku are the only Pokemon that can learn Milk Drink. So you guys are at three points right now after two questions. So you guys should be feeling pretty good. Good um, stuff. Okay, so I realized last week I haven't been asking a lot of questions about the manga recently. So I decided oh, no. to uh, start asking oh, some good. manga questions okay. every once in a while. So I have some experience. I think, I think this one's actually a pretty easy question. Um, in the Pokemon Adventures manga, who was Red's first Pokemon? Uh, so this is like the first... Or would it be, would it, yeah, is the evolution line fine? Evolution mine's fine. Evolution find is it was Poliwhirl. Yeah, it's Poliwhirl. Is this your Even final I read answer? That one. Yes. That is wait. That is red, right? Yeah, red, red the main is the one. First yeah. Character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Poliwhirl. All right. The final answer is Poliwhirl. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Red in the Pokemon manga had caught a Poliwag earlier on in his adventure. It was it was, he had it at the beginning of his adventure when he grabbed Bulbasaur. So. Uh, you're exactly right. And then he, I got, uh, in the manga, he gets to get, like, the, uh, his Poliwhirl touches, like, the infinite water stone at the bottom yeah, of all. the Viridian City Bay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, the manga's amazing. Let's just, the, man- the manga's this. good. Uh, yeah. I almost, I almost bought them online, cause it's like, oh, I'm buying, I'm, I'm getting them. I'm getting them. It's I need good. to get them. It's, uh, good, because- it's a good price. In, in yeah. the very near future, we need to follow up because we did an episode, I think, about a year ago. On, we did, yeah, with me, um, me, you, and Bo. Yeah, we did, a manga we did an episode, episode on red, blue, and green, and we never got to yellow. So I'd like to do an episode on the yellow manga for sure. Oh hell yeah! Because I think it's its own standalone story that's very it, good. It is. It's like because the first red, red, green, and blue is uh like the first four books or four first three books. I don't know. It's like but yellow's like yeah. double it. Yeah, yellow, like, yellow, like, yellow's like yellow's like three books on of its own. Yeah. Um, it's it's fantastic though. It's a good story. So we're oh boy, this the story is so interesting. Yeah, it's very good. So yeah. okay, well that's four points for you guys though. That's four points uh, okay. with uh, three questions. Well, maybe these good were too stuff. easy this week. Um, okay, so question number four. Uh, this is one of my typical questions that I ask every week. Um, what dark type Pokemon has the highest special attack stat? Oh, dark type with special attack. Hmm. Hmm. Hydreigon, perhaps. Well, that's a good fallback. Yeah. Um. um mm-hmm. This includes Mega, so like if it was a Mega, we'd have to say Mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it includes that's Megas, what we should it does, be thinking it, about. It'll always include Megas as well. Okay. I can't remember. Like, Megas. um. And it also includes Gen Megas Seven Pokemon, obviously, as yeah, well, Absol. because the game's been out for. Absol's months. got one fifteen. I know Hydreigon has one twenty five or higher. Okay. Hmm. Absol might be a t- like contender for attack, not special attack. Uh, Zoroark, maybe? No, it's got like 105, I think. Okay. If anything, it'd be, if Hydreigon would still be higher, or or tied. Um, Koopa. Koopa Unbound? Koopa Unbound, that's actually a really good idea. That was, oh, I almost forgot about that. I think that might be it. Um, there's also, that's the only dark, well, there are a few dark legendaries, but yeah, Hoopa Unbound. I think that's I think Hoopa Unbound had like 150 or something, like outrageous. Uh, um, one moment, one moment. Let's, wait, you can't search. <laughs> don't Google, you're not allowed. 
I'm not. I'm not searching. I'm searching my mind, yo. Uh, <laughs> mm, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to need okay. an answer here, guys. Unless it's a Hoop Unbound, because I can't think of anything uh, else. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Uh, is that so? Hoop Unbound is your final answer. Yeah. Um, all right, that is correct. Actually, uh, Hoop Unbound has like a base special attack stat of 170. Oh yeah! Nice. Uh, so he, it's giant. Nice. He is the highest dark type. I thought it was gonna be tricky He's there, cool. but and then again, it's like it's like the all star competitive team right here. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are close. You got five points already. You haven't even used the hint yet. So ooh, let's go for seven. Now we're uh, gonna you, lose. You can potentially <laughs> go for seven. So this is the last <laughs> question. So in Generation Seven, you have a Pokemon Center Cafe that you can go to, right? Uh, you get mm-hmm. you you can get tea biscuits, which will give you a random healing item. Uh, yeah. they're they're specialties from foreign lands, according to this. Mm-hmm. And so prior regions, most of them either heal your HP or cure your status. One of these biscuits changed from a from a healing HP to curing status between generation six and seven. What is it? It's the Shalor Sable. I'll, I'll go with that because I don't know. The Shalor Sable. Know. The Shalor Sable. Oh, oh God! He he sounds he sounds like he's not. Sh- Is like, that your final answer? answer? I don't know if I want to go with oh. it anymore. <laughs> I, I, that, you, that's the Kalos oh, special. It, that's the Kalos special. So I think it's the only possible answer because he said from six to seven. Yeah, it changed. So, oh. It changed. It changed. But it could have think of this, the problem is it could have been like the old gateau or the lava cookie. I know it wasn't probably lava cookie, but and I think old gateau is still a full heal, mm. but. I yeah, Old Gato and Lava Cookie did not change. Uh, the other cone? options, there's... Oh, what? What did you the say? Castellia Cone, the fifth gen one? Oh. I don't I know. I really don't know. That's possible. Um, there's also the Rage Candy Bar. So those are our five... Like, Rage Candy I Bar think... healed like 20 HP, I saw. Hmm. That one already... Oh. From healing HP to healing status. Oh, wait. Oh, he- oh, healing HP to status? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, probably Rage, Rage Candy, Candy Bar, bar if I I guess. Rage Candy I, Bar, then. Let's go with that. Is this your final answer? Uh, Shemu is confident I, I don't, in that. I, I, I'm not confident in anything. But this is for the seven points. Are you confident? This is. Are you confident? You can always well, we get five points. You get, well, I'd rather just go Rage Candy Bar, to be honest, just to risk it. Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> it is the rage candy bar in between generation 6 and generation 7 did change from healing healing uh healing HP to healing status. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. That's no, I, I got why I got confused to you uh, like that that's the only one that makes sense cuz everything yep. else healed status. Okay, so that gives you guys 7 points for today. Uh so that means that in first, second and third place we have Shamu Scrawn and the fluffiest Whimsicott with 7 points. Um followed by literally everybody else. Uh, in first, second, and third place, you mean to say it's Scrawn, Shamu, then Whimsicott, right? I mean, it's they're all, you're all tied. You're all equal in my heart. Uh, and so we are going to uh, wait. That, we are. That, that, I, I don't actually know. What, I don't actually know what the prize is this time. Um, if it's not Gator, maybe it's another Puckle hoodie. Uh, I'm not gonna win because I'll probably like have to take another hiatus. Well, it's I the first. It's the first person. It's the first person to seventy. So we'll see. All right, not 70, 30. Wow, 70 is really long. Oh, I feel like two yeah. years. Yeah. 30, 30 was like six months. So Two years for a hoodie. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, I mean, you guys, you guys have been like getting really good at the trivia, or I've been really bad at writing them recently. So 
Well, the milk uh, drink one to be honest, was really easy. Step up your that game. was a pretty easy one. Well, I, I took a lot. Of, I took a lot of these from uh, from a listener, so I didn't have to write most okay. of them. Um, so typically, when listeners write them, they write like simpler ones than I would. Um, so you guys I'll got lucky this week. Them. You got lucky this week. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, we're at seven. We're at seven all for the top three right now. Um, they're competing for some prize. I'm not sure what it is. I thought your questions were good, Fatch. Oh, thank you, Scrum. <laughs> okay, so we are going to take a short break here, guys, and we are going to return with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be pre-Bank OU. Uh, So, for those of you who are scared that we aren't doing Battlecast ever again, uh, don't be. Uh, the, this this topic here is uh, mostly because the UUTC is happening and it is pre bank and we'll probably never be able to talk about pre bank ever again. So, <laughs> Yay! sad times indeed. Also, sad. Uh, also oh, oh, oh. this indeed. is meant to uh, be more of a uh, I don't know how to play competitive Pokemon type deal. Um, it's a little bit more casual. Um, we're going to try to explain to an outsider how pre bank OU is going. So. Yeah. Everybody yeah. keep that in mind. Basically, you've got a bunch of steel types on one side, and then you've got a whole bunch of fairy types on the other side, and they really <laughs> don't like each other. <laughs> a bunch that's of fairy how, types. That's, that's pretty cool you for you right there. Yeah, that, that absolutely is. They really don't like each other. Uh, <laughs> done. Okay, episode complete. Uh, <laughs> Same. See you about <laughs> making uh, Puckle great again. Uh, okay. So for those of you who don't know, pre-bank OU is uh, the meta that is essentially if you're playing on the cartridge right now, um, we have we we will have um, you know if, so you can't bring stuff from bank like extra drills not allowed stuff like that. Um, th- hence the pre-bank because bank's not out yet and everybody's really happy about that. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, they said January. They're only they're only nine days left in January. We'll I'm pretty happy do. about it, Thatch. I mean, I'm I don't blame you. I think pre-bank OU is fun. I would def- I definitely want to open it up, though. Like, I'm, I just I want to get it over with. I feel like I've ma- I've mastered quote unquote the meta, um, and I want to move on to the next one. You know, that's a bold yeah. statement. That's a bold statement. It is a mastering pre-bank OU. Yeah. I'm mastering a- mastering pre-bank OU is not too difficult since nobody's playing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay and, then. That is true, though. It's absolutely true. All uh, right. Okay. Um, it's absolutely true. I would love, I would love more people to play free bank, but, uh, I mean, there are certain issues. I, th- I think, I think the big thing here, um, cause bank is going to bring a lot of things to the table. And True. I think I've mentioned this before. Bank's going to bring a lot of rapid spinners and defoggers that are much, much oh, yeah. needed. Um, you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of speed control finally come back because we all, we all need speed control in our lives. Uh, mm. like right when you can say that Smeargle is the best sticky web setter right now. I think there's a problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I think our choices are Ariados, Masquerade, and Smeargle. Yeah, those are your choices. Uh, yeah, right now. those are your choices right for um for setting up uh Sticky Web right now. And yeah, 
So, I, I, I mean, speed control is really big, especially right now, because um, I think the meta, I don't want to say it's dominated, but it's definitely, uh, there are a lot of ultra beasts, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their speed tiers are very sensitive, you know, within a stage. You know, if you're within a stage mm-hmm. there, you can overtake a match. And so I yeah. personally, in my play style right now, I am a big fan of Sticky Web. And any, any, honestly, any kind of speed control you can get, whether it be paralysis or anything. You know, on the, on the last few shows I've been listening, well, that I have listened to, um, you, you talk about your Sticky Web thing a lot, but like, I actually haven't really encountered it. In yeah, my nobody's using it. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Uh, nobody's yeah. running speed control right now. Um, so by yeah. speed control, what we're talking about is kind of uh, kind of so speed. You know, it determines whether or not you move first, and that's actually a huge thing in Pokemon, right? Especially with these mm-hmm. ultra beasts that are really good at Okoing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's a really yeah, big definitely. thing, and so being able to control whether or not you go first, that is a huge thing in this meta right now. Especially, it like is, I said, is. you're with if you're within one stage. So if you lower a Pokemon or raise a Pokemon by a time and a half, or divide or by lower it by a third. You uh you can you can control a match very well. I think it's not just speed, oh, yeah. but like entry hazards in general. Uh, I don't like, think rocks. I don't think rocks are that big of a deal. Um, well, that, again, we don't have it's, any, a, it's a big thing, but it's not huge because you don't yeah. have the town flame or the Charizard. Yeah, you don't. You don't That's have the, the issues thing. like you used to. You don't have the issues like nothing's taking half half their damage from um, true, true, stealth true. rocks anymore. There are there are some people trying to make talent flame a thing. I'll tell yeah. you that much. They're trying. They're trying they're, real hard. They're trying real hard. They're just like, man, I really love Smogon Bird. And yeah, yeah, yeah. now they're just they're starting to cry a little bit. But <laughs> like with Mamoswine, which I believe is the most reliable stealth rock setter it in is, the current it is, game. It is right now. Um, Pretty much, yeah. There, even with a jolly nature, only one Pokemon has the chance to like take it out before it can even set up stealth rocks, and that's mm-hmm. Grid Ninja, and it only has a forty percent chance with Water Shuriken mm-hmm. and Choice Specs, I think, or something like that. Yeah, you're right. But it has to hit all five times if mm-hmm. that. But then you just use Hydro. Hydro would kill unless it's oh, Sash. But Focus Sash. Focus Sash. It, yeah. I mean, that's the typical set. The typical set is Focus Sash. Absolutely. I, I there is the of, uh, there's, there's the, the like, life orb set. There's the yeah, I was gonna say like orb. there's always the uh, adamant life orb that you kind of see here and there. Just people <laughs> just want power. Yeah, you mm. gotta watch out for that. But those, to be fair, those are the people who um I, I don't want I don't want to be mean. But those are the people that are uh, that 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 don't know what they're doing. Uh, it's more just like a fun. To put it like, bluntly, I'm gonna hit you with an ice shard that like kills you for some reason. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just like uh, damage. Priority. Let's talk about priority. Priorities, like I mean, it kind of goes back to the speed control thing. Um, yeah, priority is very helpful as well in this meta, um, and it's I mean, really big have... too. It's really big. Yeah. You even have like priority control in uh, Tapu Lele with Psychic Terrain. That Psychic Terrain is one of the best things ever. Psychic because, Terrain, like, oh yeah, and Queenly Majesty and Queenly Majesty. Queenly Majesty is good. I'm just more like Psychic Terrain because it's oh up no, for Psychic your Terrain's teammates. better. Psychic Terrain's better. Yeah, I, like, I think it's, it's good too. It's a good pivot. Queenly's Majesty is a very good pivot to have, mm-hmm. especially if you're running like a Choice Scarf one. You can just like switch in and pivot out. No, oh, yeah, I've been having of. a lot of fun with Serena too. Like, uh, really good. there's a, there's it's a lot good, of but it's more niche in my opinion. Oh, I yeah, agree. I agree with you 100. Like, I don't think Serena's a Pokemon like uh, like say Zerkatry. <laughs> um, I'm really bad. I, I think you're probably the same way, Shamu. But I I built about four or five teams for pre Banco U right now, and I'd say at least three of them have Zerkatry on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like me right now, like. I made a couple, and generally, like, 
Lele is just there. Oh, Lele. So Lele is really too big. good. Lele is really good right now. Um, the like, if we're talking, I mean, we were gonna do this. We'll do this in a second. But Lele, I would definitely say is one of the Pokemon to kind of fear right now. Yeah, yeah that's like the main one, just because it. If you don't have a certain Manda wallet, mm-hmm. you're you pretty much lose. That's yeah, the thing. No, you, I, you're one hundred percent right. I mean, it, it even goes back to, uh, dare I say it, speed control. Uh, yeah. So for those uh, of you scared of Tapu Lele, some excellent choices to use to wallet would be Assault Vest Magiarna, or Assault Vest Muck works really well too. You pretty much need Magirna or Muck to counter it. And like mm-hmm. and Magirna works for Greninja too, which is nice. I kinda like after like hearing about that, I'm like, oh I should have put one on my team, but I yeah. didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I, I wish Muck I would have reworked my team a little bit. Yeah, I Muck is uh Muck is Muck is definitely a really good choice, I think. I, I'm a big fan of Muck. Yeah. Like I didn't really because I, I was uh before this, I always wanted to build a team around Muck. You know? Yeah. In Gen 6, I, I love to build a team around Muck. But the problem is Muck was just outclassed by a lot of things. It was outclassed by uh, mostly Weezing um, because yeah. Weezing got Levitate, so you didn't have to worry about Earthquake, which is such a prominent move. But I think it's starting to not be so prominent because of uh, our friend Tapu Bulu. And so... Oh, yeah. And so... And, well, now we have Dark Typing on Muck. And that's yeah, the and you have Dark thing. Typing on Muck, which I think is huge. I mean, the Dark Typing on Muck is really all he needed was mm-hmm. to be able to get in there and not take Psychic, you know? Yeah. I'm supposed to get that knockoff, which is nice as well. It's just been extra damage. Yep. Um, you still probably run a poison touch either way, but like, yeah, you do get the uh, power of alchemy ability, which is kind of useful for doubles. So it's a bit more utility wise. Doubles, doubles, doubles has a lot of good things for muck. Like gluttony, I think, is the big one that you're seeing in doubles yeah. right now. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little out of the VGC circuit right now, so don't blame me if I'm uh. If I'm behind the times, because that meta is just changing so rapidly. But uh, the the big one for a while, at least back in December, was uh, was Figgy Berry Gluttony Muck. So Figgy Berry restores fifty percent of your HP as opposed to twenty five percent that Citrus Berry does. But Gluttony, and but the caveat of Figgy Berry is it only activates if you're below twenty five percent health. Uh, like citrus berry, which is fifty percent. But when you use gluttony, you get it up to fifty percent. It'll eat it. Hel- it'll eat it um, earlier. So mm. that's interesting. I still think in singles, uh, assault vest is probably the way to go. Yeah, you probably want assault vest. Yeah, like you, maybe you black sludge curse. I, if is that even a thing, actually, I can't even remember. People have been trying it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. That's like the uh, that's like the only out. other way you can kind of run it, and I won't even say it's good to be honest. Yep. You're one hundred percent correct. It's much better than pivot, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, we're we're not really talking about pre-Bank OU anymore, are we? <laughs> uh, we are. We are. It, it, okay. it goes for both. It goes for both, anyways. Because okay. okay. like, Muck is. Yeah. I think Muck is a fantastic choice. If somebody brings Muck, fantastic choice. Um, another another fantastic choice. Uh, well, I, I mean, let's let's move on because it's already been like ten minutes of discussion, and I didn't get where I wanted to go yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, we we were talking before the show of talking about our uh, our our most feared Pokemon. Um, so I want to know what's your most feared Pokemon in Pokebank OU right now, Scron. For me? Yeah, for you. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm basically scared of everything on our Sigma's roster, but uh, <laughs> if, if we really have to narrow stuff down, I'd have to say that I think the biggest contender, if it has the right support, is Alolan Marowak. Alolan Marowak's really popular right now. I think it, it can really do a lot of damage too. I, I personally, I personally am not scared of it, uh, mostly because yeah. I've seen it so often that I've learned to play around it. Yeah, uh, 
Well, and, the and biggest problem common. is that you, it doesn't you probably have see recovery. Fifty percent like of the teams. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have good recovery. Uh, yeah, except for leftovers that you can see on like it does its job. One. It does um, its job, and it completely walls Tapu Koko. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, to an extent. I I like to see it. Abs- I'm actually. I think if you're if you're playing a Lolan Marowak with Lightning Rod, like you're describing, a big thing to look out for is uh, is Zergatry. Like I I love Zergatry. Let's just put that out there. I really love Zergatry. Uh, we we know. Uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we we bloody know. <laughs> I I would love a Zergatry. Uh, and so a lot of people try to do the same thing with Zergatry, right? They'll try to go into Lolan Marowak and absorb like the Thunderbolt or something, expecting nothing else to come of it. Now there there are several variations of Zergatry. There are, yeah. Uh, you could you could be running tail glow circuitry, um, which uh, is a really Z-hypnosis? fun one. I think I think yeah, Z hypnosis circuitry. Uh, I like that one because again, word of the day, speed control. Uh, <laughs> so Z hypnosis like one hundred percent accuracy. Uh, it's no, one hundred percent accuracy on the hypnosis, but it's one hundred percent accuracy on the speed boost. Oh, if that makes sense, because Z hypnosis gives you that speed boost, and you start at like sixty percent accuracy for hypnosis. But nice. I think nice. in a situation where you're not running like sticky webs or any other kind of speed control, it's enough to get Zergatry to a place where it's very happy. I mean, I've seen a lot of people run Choice Guard Zergatry. Because that is, puts it up from, we'll say, timid max speed. Yeah, that puts timid, it to 91. Is that level 136. 100? It gives it to 436, yeah. which is uh, 436 is just that enough. That's the Ash Greninja. Yeah, it outspeeds, it outspeeds everything but Mega Alakazam and Pheromosa, I believe. And Pheromosa outspeeds it by like four, or like, well, like not even 10 yeah. points, actually. And it's so really what you close. actually have to watch out for is the Pheromosa spreads, honestly. Because sometimes people won't invest fully in speed on Pheromosa because they want the attack boost from the speed boost. Or from the beast boost, not speed boost. Well, generally when they do that, they just throw, they just change the nature. That's, yeah, that's you change the nature, it. but you're not at 441 speed. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. So the person that's out speeding you is Zerkatry. Uh So keep that yeah. in mind. Uh, choice scarf Zerkatry is a really good choice. That happens a lot too. Um, it's just an I, easy like attack. You don't have to do any setup. It's just I'm out there. I'm fast. Yeah. Well, we were we were talking about a little Marowak there for a second, and so I think yes. the thing to watch out for is uh, <laughs> is, is getting Zerkatry. If Zerkatry has one boost, if it's plus one, it'll Oko and a little Marowak with hidden power ground. I don't care what your what your defense investment is, it's going down. So just just keep that in mind. With, with with no special attack investment. Uh, well, you know, you need two fifty two special attack. Is there another way to run Zergatry? Like not that I know of. It's like two fifty two. You run two fifty two special attack, two fifty two speed, and you run timid well, because you don't want to get outsped. The only thing well, that would change in a lower tier, you might run if a I full could tier. Say something about Marowak yeah, rather than it. talking about Zerkatry. No, like, Zerkatry is awesome. Let's talk about Zerkatry. God, Jesus. Um, well, uh, the set I actually use on Marowak, and like the spoiler alert is, or well, not necessarily that I use. I'm just hypothetically saying that it, I think it's better than the typical adamant variant that you might go for. You're talking, about, is, adamant. You're talking about the careful variant, right? Yes, careful. Yeah, that's so guys. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, okay. One moment. <laughs> but, because I, uh, I personally do not believe you, but I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Because careful, the one that's end- actually run as like the uh, yeah. wall. That's why I'm yeah. mentioning because that's yeah. Zergatry. Zergatry plus one with max and special attack investment without you- with uh, with a timid nature with just a plus one special attack with uh, with one beast boost will Oko with hidden power ground. 
You're talking about 445 one times 0.5, like pi of 1.5. Yep. That's that's over 600. Yep, with hidden one, power ground, we'll take out... One take second, it. guys. No, I know this for a fact. One, I can yeah, tell you this for a fact. Cause... I am a skeptic by nature, as an intellectual, <laughs> so I will take my bloody damn time. <laughs> but no, the careful nature is actually really good on Marowak. I agree. I think yeah. that's the way you should run it. I don't think the admin right. is good if for uh, pre-bank. Admin, you're pretty much running a thick club, and at that point, you don't even need admin because you still yes. get like 400 attack either way. Yeah, 100%. It's not needed. Um, okay, let me see. I have this all right. And so do you have a special item on circuitry? Um, it depends on the for circuitry I'm running. Um it wouldn't it's, have anything boosting attack. No, nothing Let's boosting say. special attack, no. Um, it would just be at plus one due to beast boost. Plus one special attack. Yes. yes. Okay. That's what, we're, that's what we're checking right now. It's a plus one versus the Marowak. Alrighty. And I can boost that. Okay. Oh, would you look at that? I'm gonna, Now, I'm going to link this to you guys. So it might be you, so with I don't Stealth get, Rocks damage. It might need Stealth so I, Rocks damage. Oh, so I, so I don't get blasted with, oh, you're wrong. But I'm going <laughs> to link this to you guys. And I want you to read what it says, okay? I want you to read what it says. <laughs> it might need Stealth Rocks damage now. <laughs> yeah, it needs Stealth Rocks damage. That's what I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> Boom! <Yeah. laughs> Making Puckle great again! <laughs> It needs Stealth Rocks damage. I was wrong. Um, Scrawn was right. Uh, it's a All good right. calc to know, by the way. Um, it's a good calc to know. Oh, I know for sure. And so those who are wondering, it does 75 max. Or 74, if you want to be precise. 74% yeah. max. Uh, you need the Stealth Rocks damage. Uh, All right. I'm not going to be an, a, a jerk about it. but Too late. <laughs> Too late. Okay. Shamu, let's but move I'm on to you. Let's move on. Alolan Marowak is great. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to move on to you, Shamu. And I'm going uh, to ask you, uh, what what Pokemon do you fear the most in Pokebank OU? Uh, honestly, like, it's, it goes for both po- like Pokebank and pre- or Postbank. Yeah. But, um, probably Prancer. Yeah, you, nothing, we were nothing, talking about this earlier. Yeah, today. nothing walls it. It, like, even like, a, oh, Zapdos. Yeah, you're, you're dying to two of them. Yeah, two returns. No. It, yeah, there's return, nothing that wall does a lot. Other than um, rock, and it doesn't. Uh, my favorite thing is to uh, get it up actually in uh, against the Celestila. Um, oh my god, Celeste- Celestila! If we would have had this show about a month ago, I would have said Celestila is like a Pokemon to be scared of. Um, I don't think I can say that anymore. Yeah, it can be a scary threat if you're not prepared for it, but if you know what you're doing, it's not that bad to be honest. Yeah, I but like I've had people try to switch Celestia in on a pincer, right? Oh, and so it doesn't resist, does it? You know, well, you know, you know the uh, you know the uh, the the first move with the Celestia that anybody does, they click Leech Seed, right? Yeah, and so. Um, Pinsir can actually just click Swords Dance during that turn. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And you get times to attack, and that will actually do, I believe, over 50% to a Celesteela. And that... Because most of them run Pedep, too, it's a thing. Yeah, it's, most it's, of them run Special Defense. Like, it's either one defense or the other, generally, or, like, sometimes you might see a mixed one if people are just trying to test stuff out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's bad or anything, but... Yeah, no, you can definitely you can definitely do some damage with Pinsir there, especially with the quick attack option as well. Yeah, it's, it's just Pinsir's just kind of scary because there's no solid wall as far yep. as we're aware of right now. Because like it's like, oh, you run quick attack, return swords dance, so you mm-hmm. can still destroy stuff, and then yep. earthquake, close combat, coverage move, pretty much. One hundred percent correct. You are. 100% and it's like correct. rocks don't really wall it, even though it's what you would think. Yeah, even I hope, but you can say, oh, you have a rock. Oh, I have close combat, earthquake. 
Even yep. if you're a flying rock, you're getting hit by one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> so the other big things to worry about, yeah, <laughs> with uh, not just uh, all the toppers, basically. Yeah, all the toppers. Um, I mean, my favorite, my the one that I wanted to say, honestly. Um, I, I want to say it's a tie between Tapu Bulu and Tapu Fini. Those can um, both I, be. I, I'm not scared of Tapu Coco. Um, it was just so prominent that there's actually ways to get around it now. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. Tapu Lele is big enough that you can probably get around it as well. And mm-hmm. it, so, but Tapu Bulu and Tapu Fini are kind of like the quote unquote underrated Tapus at the moment. And they're all good though. Th- no, they're still they're good. They're not. I mean, they're not underrated Pokemon. They're underrated Tapus. Uh, <laughs> like they're, they're like they're good, but they're not like hyped up like Coco and Lele yeah. are. Yeah, uh, I think Tapu Bulu is probably. Um, I, I think Tapu Bulu is scary only because it's if you don't have a Steel type it, or a Flying type, it's very hard to get rid of. Um, and then Tapu Tapu Finny is scary because instead of being like defensively bulky, it's specially defensively bulky, and that's another thing to be scared of. In my opinion, I mean, it, it typically doesn't run like a max special attack spread or anything, but they're uh, typically, Finny? yeah, Finny. Yeah, no, it's more bulky, anyways. Yeah. Really, it's bulky, but I mean, Zerk- it can take like three hits from a Zerkatry. Yeah, because it's got what one thirty and one fifteen in both either defense. Yeah, I can't huge. remember which is which. It's huge, huge, um, and it's like, and, oh. and so oh. it's uh. It's Tapu very, is also good, and yeah, it Tapu generally is good. used I'm, as a. It's generally used as a timid sweeper, I believe. No, it uh, no, it's got a couple it's uses. Bulky. It's it's, yeah, bulky. generally it's a bulky like utility with defog. Defog Sometimes and haze. It, I see haze. haze uh, on the Smogon forums, they definitely are advocating for the timid variant. Yeah, that was from, timid, that was that that was back in December. Yeah, um, that was a while back. So actually, please, please remember that it has been two months. Yeah, um, mm. two months ago, Celesteela was everywhere, and everybody was scared of it. Nobody's scared of it now. And even then, mm. like you generally like some of the threats I've seen for Finny are like more mixed. Like you got like random things here and there just to like take a bit more here and be able to like not die from this. And yeah, no, it's just- Finny, Finny is uh, Finny. Yeah, like uh, we said, it's it's definitely run, like Smoke on forums. Yeah, they said to run timid like originally, and that's what people were trying to do. Uh, also, if you're running Finny, please just don't run Scald. Please don't run Scald. Um, <laughs> There's like I'm one so, situation I'm, where it's usable and it's not yeah, really yeah. worth it. There's one situation. And yeah, I, I just every time I play and I see somebody use Scald with Finny, I, I literally do the face palm. You know? Yeah. It's just like, what are you doing? You're not gonna get the burn. He's got Misty Terrain up. Uh, like and, it's only good if like a Bulu switches in. That's legitimately yeah. it, and that's all I've seen it being used effectively in. Is like, oh, Bulu came in and just got burned. Like, yeah, that's the only that's the only thing that could be good for it right there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, pre bingo use fun. Uh, I think I think I'd like to wrap it up with that. Uh, yeah, um, I think that's I think good. that's a. I mean, I'm looking forward to the UTC. I hope everybody else playing is. I mean, we gave you guys a nice little glimpse there. Uh, Shamu and I will probably be talking about it a little bit more in depth. We'll see if we can get Sublime on there too uh, on the next battle cast where we can go into some like real nitty gritty. And Fun stuff. About some of our favorite stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so there, there's a lot to talk about. We have some teams we, I want to talk about as well, um, and we can we can dig into it. More so, Zergatry. Well, we, we probably won't talk a lot about Zergatry. Right? <laughs> I, I, I talked a lot about Zergatry today. Uh, um, I've I've run literally every variant of Zergatry. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, and so. <laughs> 
we're uh we'll, we'll wrap it up there though uh <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna take a short break guys and go to commercial and we will be uh we'll be back at you with the pokemon of the episode scrawn uh, <laughs> um, so, so we will catch you on the flip-flop ah uh, nice walk through the woods this fine morning hello passerby can i interest you in some lamps what the Never mind that! Let me tell you about Zerkatree! I'm scared. Why are you yelling at me? Who are you? I'm Zerkazane, and Zerkatree is an excellent addition to any competitive roster! What's a Zerkatree? And what's a competitive roster? Never mind that! Did you know that after stealth rock damage, Zerkatree can two-hit KO a Lolan Marowak? That's pretty What? I don't know what any of these things are! Never mind that! Come by Zerka Zane's Lamp Emporium, where we don't even sell lamps! Only Zerka Trees! If I come to your store, will you leave me alone? I need Nope! Just like Zerka Tree will torment your battling experience! It's That's a big deal! Easy. Never mind that! Come to Zerka Zane's Lamp Emporium! Just Zerka Trees! No lamps! So hey Scron, I, I imagine in Japan, like, you eat a pretty different breakfast. Like, it's probably pretty well balanced, right? Well, um, most mornings I have some some special Japanese toast, and along with maybe some eggs and and sausage, and sometimes we have like fish occasionally. It's, it's pretty basic stuff, I guess. But yeah, it's I guess you could say it's balanced. So no combios. Oh Jesus, that's well. Then you're not combios. They're food. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode today is National Dex Scrawn. So Uh Scrawn is our Pokemon of the episode today because we, I mean, our Pokemon of the episode was unintentionally Zerkatree. So, uh, of course. So, uh, (laughs) we, you can go ahead and, uh, we, you can go listen to that again if you want a Pokemon of the episode. But we decided since we have Scrawn here, why not ask him a few questions about his time in Japan? Uh, he's been doing these segments for us on and off about his time in Japan and some of the cool things he's done over there. So, I'd be able to uh, release them more reliably if I actually had a computer to record with more yeah, reliably. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think I think yeah. this is fantastic while we have you. To, I mean, because the other ones is just you recording pre uh, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so at least I can ask you some questions. Like one, how how often are the Toga Tomorrow plushes sold out? Um, <laughs> I've actually and, seen a few of those. I, I mean, I, I actually I'm probably going to make you buy me one. I'm not really. <laughs> Um, and they were really popular. They were in like um, some of the malls around the area. Like, how much are the plushes? Like, just out of curiosity, I just wanted to know if I could compare it to like the U.S. prices. Um, I think you can expect anywhere from the price range of twenty to forty dollars, depending what? on which variant it is. Sounds just like the U.S. Okay. Yeah. So I was, I was just wondering because I know I know there might be a price difference or something. I don't know. Have you how many Pokemon centers have you been to? That's a question. I've been to two different Pokemon centers. Which ones? There are a lot, but I've yeah. been to uh, um, I've been to the one in Tokyo Station, and I've been the to the one? one, and I've been to the Mega One in uh, in uh, Sunnyside Mall. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know the Mega One's in Tokyo still, right? Yes, it, it yeah. is in uh, the Ikebukuro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I am correct to some extent. It's super cool. Like it's amazing. Like I'm pretty sure you would like lose all your money if you went there, Thatch. <laughs> um, I don't buy a lot of plushes typically, so I think I'd be. Okay. Oh, they have more than plushes. What? Like what else? 
Pins, keychains. Um, pins are pretty bad. I'm, I, I, I ha- Limited edition trainer collection merchandise. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I've seen pictures. I, I've seen pictures. Yeah. I would buy a lot of things. I would do probably, to be honest. I need, I, I need like, real people money. money. You know, I yeah. gotta start making real people money before I can start doing that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Jushiro <laughs> will actually be visiting me, and we were hoping yeah. to maybe like record a bit here when yeah, he's absolutely. visiting. I mean, I know you're getting together for the uh, for uh, that one thing of a jig. I don't know if we're talking about that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The, the thing he's coming. Hmm? The thing that you wrote last year. The thing that I wrote. The last podcast year. that you wrote last year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Okay. And so, <laughs> that's my point. Uh, <laughs> and no surprises, guys. No surprises anywhere. Uh, <laughs> You're the one that brought it up, Thatch. I know. I'm sorry. It's 100% my fault. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, what else is there? I like, cause I, I'm just fascinated. I, I've heard the Vitas yeah. are really big over there. Uh, can you yes. confirm? Yeah, okay. I can confirm. Okay, the DSs are more common, and I think that you'll find very quickly that it's not like taboo to like be carrying your DS around playing Pokemon be because taboo? so many people do it. Is it well, I mean, like, uh, I, I mean, maybe if you're walking down the street and like some middle schoolers will like point their fingers at you and like say, "Ha ha, he's playing Pokemon" or something like that, you know? Really, people do that? Yeah, I mean, I walk around I with mine all the time. <laughs> 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 but I, then again, like I've just gotten to a point in my life where I'm just like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Uh, and like, like once I got married, like my, my the amount that I care about what other people care think of me, it just kind of went out the window. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Yeah, I heard. So you can confirm the Vita thing. Um, I mean, how big would you say Pokemon is over there? I know, like, we heard Yokai Watch is really big over there. I assume it is with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, tell me. Tell me, Scron. Tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I mean, it, it, it's bigger than it is in the U.S., but, like, no one cares about Yokai Watch. I I think they messed up with their newest one where they, like, stopped making them based on Yokai and tried to make them Pokemon, essentially. Uh, just make them out of things. Uh, uh... Yeah. <laughs> but, well, okay. well, yeah, it is more popular, but it's not very common. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I would expect, I don't know, I would expect it not to have taken off with, like, the older crowd. And Pokemon's kind of, like, integrated the entire, the all, like, all of the age groups. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, that's how I would imagine it. Uh, it's oh, super fun. How How is the Switch hype in Japan? The Switch hype is real. Like, my friend was actually trying to pre-order one from the Japanese web- Nintendo website last night. Yeah. And they were unable to do so because the site was so crowded. Yeah, no, I, I think this... Oh, yeah, because they just they just opened up the pre-orders over there. I forgot about that. They sure did. They they didn't do it right after the presentation, like, in the U.S. Yeah. Because um, I, I know it's really hard to pre-order them, except for, like, we mentioned... I don't. Did we mention that on the show or in the middle? Uh, uh, Walmart here i believe still has some if you go inside and to go pre-order wow so i think walmart. that's the only place you, yeah you have to go to walmart because uh gamestop's out i know gamestop got uh, a qu- or a half a million of the two million units at launch oh so, wow yeah uh, and they're they're all booked now so that's uh 
The I don't know why they just don't make and the stars going. It just pisses me off. No, no. Well, well okay, it, so it like, makes perfect sense economically. Well, I guess, in a way, yeah, I guess, but I'm still whoa, whoa, whoa. kind of annoyed, personally. Calm down, calm down. If you look at the PS... I mean, this is kind of going in industry talk as opposed to asking Scrawn about Japan. Uh, but um, if you look at the PS4 and the Xbox One, they also launched with 2 million units in their first month. Uh, mm-hmm. And nobody's blaming them for being understocked, right? Uh, yeah. So, but the thing is, they were blown out. That's the thing, as far as I'm aware. Uh, the PS4 did. I that one, yeah, that, that, the, yeah, The PS4 did, and so yeah. the Switch is going to do the same thing. And I, I don't think it says anything about a success yet. No. Uh, but I think it's going to have a much better job than the time than a Wii, than the Wii U, considering it's uh, the games that we're going to see come out this year. Yeah, yeah I'm just a bit salty, really. Compared to really... Nintendo landed Pikmin. Okay, let me talk about Pikmin. (laughs) I remember buying a Wii U and being like, yeah, Pikmin's coming out at launch. You know who lied to me? Nintendo. It took 10 months for me to get Pikmin. Like, Pikmin didn't come out until August. It was supposed to come out in November. It didn't come out until August. I remember that very, very uh, much. Vividly, I'm, yeah, it was it was vivid. I was just like, <laughs> he's seeing like, red now. I'm like, man, I'd like to get some crazy games. Like Zombie U was fun. It was kind of fun to do play, you know. And <laughs> Nintendo Land was fun if you had a party going on, right? Just like One Two Switch will be. And yeah, it's a bit much for me. It's a bit much for the price. Like, oh, you know, 50, I I, I agree. I agree. Like, I think I think I think One Two Switch should have been a pack-in game, but I I kind of see that happening around the holidays. I see them. Because this is the first time a major console is kind of launched in March, right? Mm. And so this, I, I think there's a lot of uncertainty here about what could happen. And what it looks like they're doing is they're kind of ramping up for the holidays. Mm. You know, they're they're kind of ramping up for the holidays with their release schedule. Mm-hmm. And so by the time Christmas comes, you know, it's when You've most got, people like, buy consoles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there'll probably be a bundle. There could be a price drop, but I'll, I'm, I'm going to say there's a bundle as opposed to a price drop. And not to mention, you're going to have games like good games by then. You're going to yeah, have Breath yeah, of the yeah. Wild. You're going to have Splatoon 2, which, by the way, guys, we need to form a competitive Splatoon team, by the way. Um, <laughs> I never uh, even played the first one. Oh, my gosh. I know Scrawn was into it. I love I love Splatoon. I love I Splatoon as well. Yeah, no, Wii. once... Once we uh, once we you get back, Scrawn, we're gonna form a Splatoon competitive team. All um, right, and I, I I call being the paintbrush ninja. Oh man, but I like the paintbrush. Uh, <laughs> but we'll work it out. I can, I can, I can use the dualies, you know. Um, and I gotcha. <laughs> and then we can, uh, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Misty would probably play with us too. She got really into Splatoon, and so I mean, I know I probably more. Can- I probably get Misty, into it to be honest. I won't Misty promise has earned anything. my respect competitively with thing, like fighting games because yeah. of how good she was in Pokken. Yeah, she was fantastic. I like she picked that up and just picked it up right away. But anyway, yeah. uh, uh, Shamu, that's the name. Do you have any questions for Scrawn about his time in Japan? I really don't. Okay, well I'm out of questions. All right. Is there anything else you want to say? <laughs> well, um, I highly recommend that anyone interested in Pokemon come and like visit. Yeah. Like come and come and check it out. Like it's not like an overwhelming culture. I think that's what a lot of foreigners have the uh, conception of Japan as being like super anime nerdy. But really, that's just one area, and it's called yeah. Akihabara. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say. I'm just like that's not just Akihabara. Uh, yeah, it's just Akihabara. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're gonna wrap it up there, guys, and we're gonna take it on over to the mailbag. So let's go to the mailbag. 
mailbag. Send in your emails. Mail! And on to the mailbag. Our mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Don't do it. Oh my gosh. Or at least you said something. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, wow, this is going to be a really awkward pause. Uh, okay. So, as always, if we deem a mailbag entry worthy enough, we will give it the Green Toros badge. Um, so for those of you who are new, the mailbag entry is where we read listener emails. Um, if you want to send an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com, there's a chance we'll read it on the show. Uh, you can ask us questions. Uh, you can answer the mailbag prompt that we give every week. This week's was, where do you see the future of Pokemon? And then pretty much everybody decided to write in about uh, the mailbag question the week before. Uh, where would you like the next region to be based off of? So uh, it's going to be a mix of both. So let's get right on into it. I'm going to get this first one from The Real EV. Um, so this is from the real EV. What's up, Thatch and friends? EV here. Man, I missed out on that last mailbag question. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to throw out a place. California. Think of all the cool and funny things they can do with it. You have Hollywood, the great Redwood Forest, and much more. Uh, what do you guys, you think they should base the next Pokemon region off California? Um, well, they certainly Narnia. enjoy having the world championships there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently they're doing it twice in a row now. Um, so, <laughs> uh, now let's talk about the Switch. Much like Thatch, I think we're overdue for something like original Pokemon Stadium. A stadium would be great for a lot of reasons. The biggest one for me is I can learn to play competitive while I'm trying to grow and build a team. Uh, yeah, we should totally all get, um, get one of the, uh, get, uh, Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium X. Uh, no, let's just let's go, get the Pokemon Stadium one for the Nintendo 64, and we'll just like figure a way to play online with the. Just, that's because whatever Pokemon Stadium X is never happening. We already know that. Please stop! Please don't crush me. Um, I, like I think, I think it's because I'm saying it. I think it's because I'm saying it. It's, it's keeping it fine. So I think if I don't, okay, Pokemon Stadium X totally isn't going to reveal at E3 this year. I promise. It okay. will, and now it's going to be canceled. Now it'll be there. It'll be good. <laughs> I mean, okay, so like, complaint. okay, so, so first of all, Junichi Masuda says there won't be Pokemon Stadium because we don't see it adding anything to the franchise. Okay. Now, time out. Imagine, remember all the people that were complaining about Pokemon, um, about not, not having like a Battle Frontier or anything? You could just put it in Pokemon Stadium and it'd be really cool. I don't like that idea. I want it in the main game so I can bring it with me. I mean, you're probably right, but you can put it on the Switch, so you should take it with you, Scrawn. Okay? Done. Well, okay. like a scale-bound situation, they'll announce it for like two years in the future, and then like it comes to the release date and like, oh yeah, we canceled it. <laughs> oh, man. That sadly yeah. happened. I, I, I don't like being trolled by video game companies, and I, I feel like either. I've been trolled with the Battle Frontier, because I feel like, just like, even going back to playing Emerald, just because of the Battle Frontier... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I've definitely done uh, that I before. Wanna, I want to get all the like gold bad emblems for that. Uh, I really, I really wish they'd bring it back an Emerald style Battle Frontier. Like the one we got in Gen Four was all right, but it wasn't as good as Emerald. Yeah. Oh, absolutely um, not. It was so unique, you know. Yeah, it was. I mean, and also like the little medals look more like badges, I think, than the little like plaques they gave you. So yeah. it just added like another seven badges to get in the game, except in a competitive sense. 
except they're super difficult. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm going to let Scrawn get this next one because this is from Black Gold. I don't know if you remember this. Black Gold. Oh, I remember Black Gold. Do you remember Black Gold? Okay, read this because it's very touching. (laughs) Hello, Puckle. Oh, the name of the email is hashtag PokePositivity. Hello, Puckle. It's I, Black Gold, back from the shadowy corners of Alola, sweating and tired, but quite content. The journey I've had with this game and the 200 plus hours that I've put into it have been a great one, but I'm emailing it in on a topic today that was discussed in the podcast this past week, the struggles of Pokemon in high school. Currently, I am a junior in the good old American high school system. I've been host, I'd been homeschooled my whole life up until my freshman year when I finally decided to go to an actual high school to make friends. During this time, I was huge into Pokemon, emailing huge. into this lovely Poke- podcast each week. Most of which were incredibly embarrassing. Apologies to all the phenomenal co-hosts, and especially to you, Fetfatch. But after a year of high school, I stopped playing for a period of time. My friends there made fun of my passion for the game, and after finding Puckle, made fun of my fanfiction, which was, at the time, uploaded to www.pucklepodcast.com. Go check out the website if you haven't. You'll have a great time. Hashtag Puckleplug. Okay, he actually wrote that. I'm not plugging for He did. He did. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Puckle10. He also wrote that, I promise. Uh, that's not me trying to make it a thing. He did it. I stopped. <laughs> I stopped dealing, emailing in. I stopped listening, and I became a mere shell of the great trainer I used to be. An old friend pointed this out to me and set me on a path to rediscover the fiery passion I had for Pokemon. With a good conversation about the good old days of Pokemon, reminded me of the late nights we stayed up playing and the adventures we had, I was off. I picked up my copy of Oraz and flew on the back of my Latios for about an hour, thinking of the good times I had. I challenged the Elite Four, and after a failed attempt or two, I finally managed to break through and defeat my childhood idol, Steven stone i remembered why i loved the game and soon became active in my local pokemon community i've had a wonderful time meeting nerds like myself and even helping them dip their toes into the meta i'm sadly at the point where i'm better than all of them but i'm not good enough to play online for an extended period of time wait wait so like what do you mean your local pokemon community because like i imagine in mine it's like typically competitive players i'm, I'm very interested to hear what his what his local community is like well, if it's in a rural area, he probably won't expect to see too many neckbeards. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm messing with you. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I neckbeard. I see with probably a couple of people at high school, maybe more like a club, perhaps. That's kind of yeah, how it's like a club. It's like a club that would make sense to me. That yeah, could even be like a group of friends or sense. people who play Pokemon. You never know. Oh, like the original Puckle. Kind of like yeah. Maybe, maybe what he means is that playing online, you have the option to use legendaries or something, and yeah, that's like something like that anyway the point of this whole rant is a point i would like all the high schooler and younger audience members that listen to the show to hear though this journey was only for a year or so i almost gave up one of the biggest parts of my childhood and one of my biggest passions just because some people thought it was silly don't listen to what others have to say be you and you'll have a wonderful place in the world where you will be surrounded by people who are as passionate as you and please remember to spread the love as the great random listener did to the young kid in the ash hat help other people to love what you do and maybe together we can shape the world to become a more positive and peaceful place through love of a video game because this rant was so long i'll make this mailbag quick i think we'll have another gen 5 situation where we get another game for the 3ds before we port over to the switch but i'm not sure what will happen so many possibilities 
I don't expect this to get read, but I hope that the message of Pokey Positivity can be spread through the podcast and its members, especially during this time of divide amongst the nation. Let's show the world that while they divide us among due to politics and differences of opinions, that we can stick together via the love of a wonderful, amazing, and beautiful game. Thank you for the wonderful work, and thank you for making me smile. With admiration and respect, Black Gold, over and out. Well, that actually, is nice. actually. I read that email and it was like really nice. And so I, I wanted to make sure it was right on the show. And um, so first of all, that's a great message. And I, I really, I really do want people to understand because we did bring it up a few episodes ago. Like just play Pokemon. Don't listen to people and quit playing because people tell you to, right? Uh, well, I mean, you should listen to people like they're telling you not to get hit by a car or something, but, uh, but you like, can't control my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry if that tra- traumatized anybody. There. So, so it actually brings back like a thing uh, that. So, like, I've done this podcast since I was 16, right? So, like, obviously, I've gone through like people making fun of me for liking Pokemon and stuff like that. But I've obviously kept doing the podcast. And uh, one of the big things was actually when I got to college, like, I just didn't care. I told people like, I play Pokemon. You're gonna have to deal with it. Like, that's who I am. If you don't like that, then we don't have to hang out, right? And so. I uh, I I used to hang out with a couple of people. That's how I met Sarge. That's how I met App. Um, there were a couple other people. There's, there was this uh, guy named Dave that I used to hang out with, and he was very quiet. He was very uh, conservative to himself and didn't like get into like very personal feelings with a lot of people. Um, he uh, but he would like we, I was really good friends with him, and he was fantastic. And so um, I like a lot of other human beings have a birthday, and so uh, my junior year of college, he actually went and. Uh, he got me a gift and it was really weird because he, he literally just like left it on my left it in my house and didn't tell me he left it for me or anything. I just found it. And so um, I opened it up and it was, it was like a card. He'd like written me a note and he had given me a, a Pokemon silver cartridge. And Aww. so and so I'm just like, oh, what is this? Because like I, I have I have a copy of silver and everything. And he goes and the notes like, uh, don't worry about it. The uh, the battery doesn't work inside of it. The save won't work. Um, he said, but I bought this because when I met you and you just didn't care about what, what, what people thought of you when you played Pokemon and I wanted to be like you and I really liked Pokemon. So I went and bought this game and I, I just left it, my Game Boy Color plugged into the wall so it wouldn't, so I didn't have to save it and I could just play it. And he's like, I wanted you to have that and know that story. Wow. Whoa. I was like, that's crazy. That's that's super nice. Yeah, you know, it was. It was super nice. I mean, it, it's one of those moments. Like, I have a lot of those moments now. Like with the show, when people write in, like Black Gold just did, uh, where I'm just like, man, I really just need to keep doing this. You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. people really, people really get something out of it. So uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for writing that in. About that uh, question, I think we'll have another Gen Five situation. Where, where do oh. when do we get another game for the 3DS uh, before we port over to the Switch? But I'm not sure what will happen. So many possibilities. I, I really think we're going to 3DS game. Looking at like their strategy now, like after like a week after we got the Switch release, and we're finding out about all these other 3DS games that are coming out. I think I think we'll see another Pokemon on on 3DS before we move anywhere okay. else. All right, in my opinion. Uh, I need and, more uh, time to settle, really. Yeah. 
To this email, he actually attached a picture of his in-game trainer card on which it says he has logged 202 hours and 40 minutes. And to that, I say, get good, Scrub. I have 206 hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> I have like 300, Gron. Get the hell out. Well, maybe you should just go <laughs> somewhere where cool people live. I, I'm, I, I'm here right now. Uh, okay. Shabu, get this next one from Sometimes I Fly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Buckle. Today we come to you live from the Mele Mele Sea with a strapping young trainer. Sometimes I fly. He has just rescued a shiny Corsola from the clutches of a hungry Marini. Here is what he has to say in the matter. I was surfing on my Lapras trying to document the feeding patterns of the rare Alola natives, Marini, when a Corsola blew the sea around us appeared. It wasn't even coming to the aid of its core brethren. My, my, <laughs> oh, I imagine what, Oh, just think of it like swimming away. Just like oh. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the, the mental image is quite uh, astute. It is. It is. My theory is that it was attracted to my brand new Corsola Cola T-shirt that I was wearing at the time, and I couldn't be the happier or be couldn't be happier. Close enough. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Is that really the best news we have? Next up, Ponyta on Pony Island or the Ponyard on Pony Island. Stay tuned to find out. Back to the mailbag. I actually haven't thought about the future of Pokemon since Sun and Moon came out. I spent so long before the release speculating and shaking with anticipation that that the longer I can go without feeling that way again, the better. And luckily, Sun and Moon has wait the better. And luckily, Sun and Moon has offered me so much that I have hardly managed to scratch the surface. So despite the announcement of, of the Switch and all the news that came along with it, my only expectation for the future of Pokemon is that the Sun and Moon servers stay up and that I can have at least a year to work my way through all it has to offer. I am one of the slower players in the scene, though, so I can definitely understand others' eagerness for news. As a callback to the mailbag I missed, I think Canada would be a great region for Pokemon. Vastly different landscapes, seasonal elements, the need for a moose Pokemon, and more importantly, a better beaver than Bidoof. Sometimes the- <laughs> Steampunk moose Pokemon. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Anyone who... Yeah. I'm not going to go back to that, but it's just, it's just my dream of having a steampunk moose Pokemon. Okay. Uh, sometimes I newscast. See you next time. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. So we'll move on then. Our next one is from uh, Duly Noted. Hello, Duly Noted here, my in-game name and nickname, a listener, patron, and enjoyer of your podcast. I know this is a week late and a dollar short, but I wanted to give my take on where I think the next Pokemon game should take place. Now that we've entered the United States, let's travel east of Alola to the Golden State, California. That's two for California so far. Yeah. There's so many different biomes and cultures. Los Angeles, diverse city culture with several biomes of its own. Sandy beaches, large mountains, hiking trails galore, and of course, plenty of desert land. Think of the fun we can have in Hollywood and thematic adventures of the movie culture. Battle movies, anyone? Uh, that was totally a thing already. That, in Gen uh, 5, you could definitely do it in black and white, too. We could bring them Pokestar back. Pokestar Studios. Yeah, I mean, they kinda, yeah, we, we could. They included Hollywood in that, anyway. With the yeah, Pokestar they kind of did. Uh, head north, and we have lush forests with some of the oldest trees on Earth in the Redwoods. 
Further north, we have the foggy city of San Francisco, where the fisherman's wharf, lots of hilly trees, or lots of hilly streets. Uh, reading's hard. And quite a mix of diversity. But wait, there's more. To the west of Los Angeles, we have Catalina Island. This is a great place for Tauros. Why, might you ask? Well, there's an interesting story behind that. Back in the 1920s, the movie industry bought, brought in bison for a silent film, Western Tale. The bison herd was left behind, and now they have grown to a herd of over 600. Makes for interesting trivia and a unique biome. Uh, Neat. That's yeah. cool. Factual information about the California's ecosystem. Mountains, desert, scr- shrubs, forest, um, coastal wetlands, temperate grasslands, forests, savannas, and city smog. What more could your modern-day Pokemon want? This is duly noted. Signing off. All right. I'm going to make a point here as a native California. Yeah, I was going to ask know. you because you, you, you are from California. Well, the reviews for this game would be pretty set in stone because 7.8 out of 10, not enough water. (laughs) California, yeah. 7 out of 8, too much sand. (laughs) Desert land, I'm like, I'm thinking like Gen 3, but with sand, and I'm unhappy. Like, I I don't want sand. I don't like sand. I think the idea is novel. Yeah. As long as we like, if if they had like a plot line where it's like sort of like a Lex Luthor type of character trying to blow up like half of California to like make new coastline to sell it, then that oh would be, gosh, that'd be pretty fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That that needs to happen. Like that plot needs to happen. <laughs> it did in Superman Returns. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> I never watched right. Superman Returns. Okay. Um, Okay, you want to go for this next one, uh, Scott? From I don't it. think he actually gave us his name. We're just going to call him Jackson. Oh yeah, I I think we remember. No, this is, that's a different Jackson. Oh, maybe different Jackson. Okay, yeah. Hi, I am fourteen and have been listening to your podcast since Sun and Moon was announced. I have a few questions. First, in Gen Seven, a lot of unique abilities were introduced. Where- which were each of your favorites? Also, if you were moving to Alola, which island would you want to move to? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good I question. Your, I love your podcasts, and my favorite Pokemon is and always will be Lucario. Thanks for the awesome shows. P.S. Whimsicott is the best. Oh, I think that's something we can all agree on. Except yeah. Toxapex. Toxapex is pretty cool. Okay, oh, I wait, unless you caught the person. Oh. I think, I think he's slamming all of us collectively right now for not being Whimsicott. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. Oh. Uh, okay, but first of all, uh, let's answer his questions. Uh, favorite abilities that were introduced in Gen 7? Go. Uh, I really like the idea, but it's just not completely viable. I like the Psychic terrain, Psychic. but it's not my favorite. Psychic Surge is my favorite. I, I have to look. I have to look because I don't remember all of the abilities. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Uh, we'll, just, we'll skip you for the time being, Shamu. Uh, and then we'll move on to which island would you want to move to? Uh, oh, no, oh no, water, no. water bubble, water bubble. Oh, oh water, water bubble, bubble, that's right. Water yeah. bubble. Oh. <laughs> okay, calm down, Shamu. <laughs> uh, okay, so which island would you want to move to? That's the next question. Mele Mele. Mele Mele? Okay, what about you, Shamu? Super you nice. Know? Does Aether Foundation count? Yeah, I don't like I guess any of the could, islands. You could move there if you want. Yes. <laughs> I don't like any of the islands. I'll just like live in the, like, the broom closet. Oh, I, I, totally, I totally want to live on like... Um, Either either Akala Island or not Akala Island. Um, shoot, I got the I got the island Ula Ula Island or Pony Island uh, because my my spirit animal is Kahuna Thatch, and uh, 
I just I want to I just want to go is it, up. Is it I, you with a Hawaiian shirt on? Because I know yes, that's normal. That is with that, you're all... that, that's <laughs> normal badge, right? Uh, that's that's my oh, yeah. that's my persona. I I am I am Kahuna that. I, I, I know you wear Hawaiian Lola. shirts all the time. So if you're animal, you wearing like another Hawaiian shirt on the top of it, I guess. Like you got like two or three Hawaiian shirts overlapping I, and just like, like Hala, Hala is my spirit animal. Let me tell you, like. <laughs> um, so so uh, Pakukan will see you dressed up as Hala. I, I will essentially be Hala. I mean, that's just me in a normal in a normal every day. I'm just Hala. Get that so, spray like, tan. I'm, I'm, and moving, like... I'm moving to a Pony Island, and I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be like a Kahuna that you have to like search for, you know? And... You hide like hide behind like a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be like the crazy old man Kahuna. You don't even know. Uh, like this is what I want to be when I grow up. I got uh, this for you. Some weird Z pose. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the uh last one shamu this is from uncle Hashim. oh i gotta find it now um i went away from it um wait no it's not it okay there you go i was away from the tab um hey there fellow pokalonians it is i your favorite oshawa writing in uncle oshawa at least i hope i'm your favorite or or well anyways sorry sorry for the long hiatus from mailbagging and all my incomplete Puckle applications. Every time I think I get free time, I'm suddenly involved in something else. Well, I guess it is what it is. But enough of all that. The point of this mailbag isn't to explain my disappearance. It's to talk, it's to talk about the Switch. Oh yeah, and Pokemon 2, I guess. So to put it simply, I think Pokemon by the next generation will be on the Switch console. I think that I think what will happen will be that Gen 7 will receive an upgraded slash updated version like Pokemon Stars on the 3DS this year, followed by Pokemon Generation 8 in 2018. While this would cut Generation 7 very short, I think that this would provide a clean and easy way to move Pokemon to the Switch without slicing a generation in half over two consoles. After that, I'd expect something along the lines of Sinnoh remakes in 2019 or 2020. Well, those are my, for the most part, baseless predictions on the future of Pokemon. I wish all UTC contestants good luck for this season. Catch you all on the flip switch. Thank you for your support, my my wonderful Uncle Oshawa. I will be sure to make Puckle great again for you. (laughs) I I actually agree with his like prediction. 100%. 100%. Like, I 100% agree with this. It's yeah, not I, very I typical it's a very to agree with these. Sort of prediction. I think it's incredibly reasonable, right? I could totally see getting a new game this year and then the game after that being on the Switch. Now, he might be off by a year or so. Like, uh, maybe 2018, we don't get a new game, right? Yeah. And then 2019, well, I- we get, like, early 2019, we get Pokemon for the Switch. But they've really liked doing holiday time for the past three games. Or even, yeah. I guess, in America, the past four games. It really Maybe works well just, in general for them, so it's probably something that we'll see again. Oh, I mean, it, well, these are like the big mm-hmm. sellers, right? Pokemon yeah. is the second best-selling franchise in the history oh. of video games. Well, other than Super Mario, I think. Right? Yeah, that that is correct. All right. Well, um, Thatch, I was going to make a joke out of this, but I I feel bad being cut off. But it, it, it was... I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. You, you are biased because he mentioned Gen 4. Really? When did he make? Oh, he did. Sino remakes, yes. Uh, yes. And I mean, Sino remakes are are a reason to like the game too. I mean, I don't think they need a remake since I can play them on my 3ds right now. True. Unlike unlike uh, you know Ruby and Sapphire, I can't play those on my 3ds. 
But I, I can go back right now and I can play them. And the problem with those games, Pokemon games are really good because they hold their value. Like, you can go to GameStop now, try to pick up a used copy of Pearl. $40. That's how much it was new. Uh, <laughs> wow. They've gone down a little bit, I think, actually. A little bit. I think I think Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver are the worst offenders because oh, they're, they, worth, they went they're worth... They're worth more than they were when they were new. They're worth fifty, I believe. Even like yeah, they're worth like fifty dollars. It's insane. That's insane. Like yeah. Come on. I mean, Pokemon games really hold their value like very well. People like, like having Pokemon follow them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stop talking about that. I'm tired of that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I do know like the cartridge games. Like, yeah. The let's NBA talk games. about circuitry. Yeah, let's talk about circuitry instead. Uh, <laughs> How about we talk about lampshades? That sounds like a better idea to me. Like, <laughs> that's great. Okay, okay. So uh, that's it for the mailbag this week. Did you think anybody here deserves the mailbag badge, the Green Taurus badge? Do, uh, who doesn't have it? Um, I know Jackson doesn't have it. Uh, Dooley does not have it. Um, I'm going to say Black Gold has it. And he does. I'm pretty sure he has it. Yeah, and then he- Evie doesn't have it. All right. I, really I really like Jackson's. I thought he was like very thought provoking and really good questions. Actually, that's true. Yeah. I don't know if you have an opinion, Scron. Do you guys both I, want like? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay neutral here because I really don't. Okay. If you like um, somebody else, you can go for it. If you like if you liked either Dooley yeah. or uh, EV, we can go with those. Uh, one moment. Let me let me think for just a second. That is fine. You can do that. I mean, I don't see if any of them made me laugh because that's usually my criteria. If anybody does it, it's probably Dooley. All right. So one moment. Going, going. Uh, he's the one who did all the things about California. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. It was a very informative and like. Yes, yes, it was a very informative. I liked his fun fact about the bison. So yeah. I'm gonna go- <laughs> Okay, we'll do Dooley instead. Dooley, you get the green Tauros badge. Uh, we'll so just go to the website, submit for it. It's all yours. I'm all sorry, right. Jackson. Write in next week, yo. You guys can write in next week. Our mailbag prompt for next week is going to be uh, actually one of Jackson's questions because I thought it was really good. Um, what island would you want to move to if you were moving to Alola? Tell us why. Uh, so please send that in to PucklePodcast at gmail.com and as always we have all of our social media links Facebook at facebook.com slash PucklePodcast you can like us there follow us on Twitter at PucklePodcast you can go ahead and tumble with us on Tumblr at PucklePodcast.tumblr.com you can go um, ahead yes Thatch, don't we need to announce the new badge <laughs> no uh, <laughs> we, uh, I, want, I want people to find it on the website and then okay. and then, and then know what to do um, All right, so go uh, look for that, and then have some uh, have some fun. Yeah, uh, and then also you can go ahead and <laughs> and you can you can follow us on Reddit uh, at r slash puckle. You can subscribe to that subreddit. Uh, sometimes I fly does excellent Pokemon of the week analysis. <coughs> I hope he does scrawn this week. <laughs> and in addition, you can uh, you can if you haven't already, please review us on iTunes. It really helps us out. And finally, if you want to help us out on the podcast, you can become a patron. We have a number of patrons, and it's wonderful. Uh, we just added a few more tiers as well. So you can go ahead and uh, help us out on Patreon, Patreon and help us do some crazy things. Like, if you want Thatch to come and serve you breakfast in bed like once a year, become a I'd, patron or something. <laughs> yes, at a certain level. I think that's technically possible. Um, uh <laughs> I, I have I have a phrase for this, but it's not appropriate for all of the people that for our demographic. Uh, so, also, if you haven't, uh, if you want some exclusive Puckle swag, like a Corsola Cola T-shirt, you can go to Etsy.com/shop/PucklePodcast.
That's another excellent way to help support the show. <laughs> so you can uh, check all those things out. And I guess that's that's my typical spiel. So uh, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shemu. Scron, forget that Zerka tree. And <laughs> here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.